What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda Pro... Wow. It it was a, a very interesting week last week. Of course, we told you last week about Israel and sort of Hamas's ceasefire. And you'll never guess who broke it first. If you guessed the terrorist, you were dead right. Yes, it only took them 15 minutes to break the ceasefire... But it still kept going, and they've agreed to a few more days. But we'll get into all that and much more on today's show. We've got the economy. We'll talk about the Thanksgiving that we all just witnessed. And, of course, the climate and many, many more, as always. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing to the show. And, of course, checking out the description where you can find all the articles, as well as my Twitter and True Social. But to begin, we got to start somewhere. And what better place to start after spending a whole bunch of money and leading into Cyber Monday? Because the Cyber Monday deal here at the Political Panda Program is subscribing. It's free to do so every single day of the week, and yet it's still the same on Cyber Monday. I know, a deal, some could say. But, um, well, you know, it is the holiday season now. Truly, I think now that we're in, you know, past Thanksgiving, you know, we're now on the road to Christmas... And, uh, well, here we are. Brian, how, how is the American public doing? You know, I, I, I always need to hear from my propaganda wing. How are we doing? Uh, this holiday season, families are seeing lower prices on everyday oh, items from gas to groceries. As holiday, as holiday shopping starts, shelves are stocked and prices, prices for toys, TVs, and used vehicles are all down from last year. And we just saw record Black Friday sales. Online, little, little asterisks, um, huge, huge little parentheses. Uh, let's put it. Let's put it in a little box. Online, in store. There's maybe a few places. Realistically, this year's Black Friday was um, <clears throat> disappointing. If you unironically bought a lot of stuff, realistically, I I don't I don't, where were where were your deals at, man? Or maybe I just wasn't looking. I don't. I got a few good deals, I'll be honest, but you know they weren't from traditional retailers. But obviously, I don't you know do a lot of shopping, and even then, not like any of the things I was buying were real. Like, I think I took advantage of one sort of deal outside of like a vendor that i uh, of a specialty online store that was having deals like other than that i i think black friday just happened like even today on cyber monday when i'm getting like 99 plus emails uh, like i didn't need a 350 dollars ps5 from target like i didn't need any of that like there was really steely i ended up just ordering more for like myself from like other places anyway i, I have so so many fucking orders on the way for stuff, but yes, online. Must put that in asterisks. Online, in stores, it, it was pretty fucking empty. It was in, in a lot of stores. They were pretty empty. If you like the one deal, truly, like I said, it was probably like the biggest deal of all. Was like the whole Target three hundred and fifty dollars for a PlayStation. If you're a Target like Circle member, like that was like the, probably the best deal of the entire like year right there for like that, that's, a, that's probably the one reason you should ever stop into a target for right now is the fact that you could have gotten a playstation 5 for 350 like th this isn't just like the digital edition or whatever like this is the full disc version of it like that was it 
gas prices. Ooh, by the way, she mentioned used vehicle prices. What are, is this because where people are like buying like is that something people like realistically actually do? Oh yeah, what did I get you for Christmas? A fucking car? Why in this economy would you ever be like, yep, here's your car? No, nah, nah, -uh. nope, nope. I'm gonna be real honest. That sounds like a terrible gift right now. Oh yes, here's a car and like eight percent interest. Oh, thank you, thank you. Just just what I wanted for Christmas. A way to get around and a new bill. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Well, of course, how is the economy doing? Well, it's clearly on the right track. You know, of course, you know, the propaganda wing still continues even when you go on to, of course, uh, you know, even on to, you know, Jared Bernstein. He, uh, he, he's, he's got it down, everybody. It's on the right track. This is an economy on the right track. And if you don't believe me that we're not on the right track, take it from Jared Bernstein. Here he is. Right. But you mentioned the SPRO, so I want to know, yeah. because we keep getting these questions so about what it's going to fill, We've refill. started to refill the SPRO. One of the things that uh, the president did was uh, uh, ensure that when we, when we got to buy barrels of oil to refill the SPRO, they'll cost a lot less than what we sold them for. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've started to refill uh, with, with oil uh, prices around 75 a barrel. 75 a barrel? Oh, oh, how nice. Yes, no, what was he talking, he's talking about, of course, the strategic oil reserve, right? He's talking about this right now in which we've been using it to kind of hemorrhage the price of, of course, gas, which doesn't really work out very well, by the way. It just doesn't because the amount of actual like oil that Americans like the millions of barrels that Americans like, actually go through every day for like refilling their cars. Right. Because, you know, we're a nation that's, you know, has to drive places. Right. And. So the actual like amount of oil per day that we realistically like would have like we'd basically like drain the entirety of the strategic oil reserve within like a day or two like within a few days like like maybe within like a, the week we would drain the entirety of it right like it's it's not like it's a lot that's in there but it's not like a sustainable amount and so the whole idea though is if you are going to use a strategic oil reserve to sort of like lower the price of gas by a little bit more to show that there's some stuff there because the price of oil is based on, you know, sort of sort of the future amount of oil that's going to be there, then you have to, you know, you have to actively like you you have to put something there. And well, obviously eventually you've got to refill the strategic oil reserve because, you know, it's going to run out. And so what's funny is Trump was going to refill the strategic oil reserve back when he was president, and they stopped him from doing it when it was at about 30-ish dollars a barrel. You know, really cheap oil, right? When You know, when, like, gas prices were, like, a dollar something. You know, like, really cheap gas. You, you probably don't remember that because, you know, that was, like, four-plus years ago. You know, when, you know, we weren't run by an old man who continues to literally you know knock on death's door and so we now live in this world of wow well we need to refill the strategic oils or well now it's at like 70 plus dollars a barrel yes yes double the price but we're now going to do it because now it's a good deal you know now now because biden's president it's a great deal mm.
I'm sure. Remember, we sold that, that oil for about 95 a barrel, so there's a little arbitrage there from the uh, commander-in-chief. Uh, so look, I think if the question needs to be, not are those polls right or wrong, people are telling us how they feel, mm -hmm. we have to look at two nuanced points. One, are we moving in a direction that will reach the American worker, the American consumer? Are real wages rising? Yes. Nope. Nope. Wages have actually gotten smaller. And you might ask, huh, why would that be? Well, you see, when inflation and your amount of raise don't actively, like, co, co like, when inflation and your sort of like actual you know salary and what you make per year does not rise and keep in check with inflation you've actually started to lose money your actual position has lost you money your overall amount of money that you are making is now getting you less and less far that's what happened yes you can get raises but if those raises do not keep in line with how much inflation has happened it doesn't matter you still have lost money. Is the job market tight as it's ever been? Yes. Is inflation down two-thirds from its peak? Yes, and it's only because, even though uh, it's not really because of us, none of our policies are actively working. Absolutely. Our price is coming down for gas, for airline tickets, for car rentals, for eggs. Uh, no, they are not. For groceries at the uh, lowest. Not noticeable enough inflation in two years all of that is a yes so we are moving in the right direction we've got more work to do for it to reach average americans who by the way are telling us through their consumer behavior uh, that they're feeling pretty good about their own financial conditions well they don't when you ask them about polling though I want yeah they they don't we don't know where we we here at the political panda program have been searching we've been going up and down we've been looking all over the place we we've tried to find an anywhere and we can't find anybody that is saying that they feel good about their financial situation because uh, those people are like clowns or bots, and we, we can't find anybody else. Um, also, notice how you said only two years ago. Wow, you mean when Biden was also president? I noticed that we've, you know, stopped really comparing to even COVID because, you know, eggs were also still cheaper during COVID. Oof, man, what a shame. What a shame. Like I said, we're on the right direction, folks. We're on the right direction. How's Hollywood doing in these economic times? What's that? You're telling me that nobody really was in the theaters over this Thanksgiving? Well, why, why was that? Wait, you're, you're telling me because Disney released a movie that was shit? Well, I mean, that's just obvious, but you're telling me people still didn't want to go see it as something to do on, like, Thanksgiving or, like, the holidays? No? Hey, hey, what what about an older crowd? Did they not want to go see that Napoleon movie? Oh no, they didn't. They they hated it. Oh wait, you're you're telling me that it's it's terrible. Oh, it, it's it's actually just they're both just shit. A every everything flopped. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Wish didn't do so hot. I know you're surprising with a massive budget of two hundred million. Brought in 8.3 last week and around 37 million over the five-day period. Yeah, that's not the kind of numbers you want, especially over Thanksgiving. And, of course, the Apple original productions of Napoleon, which also cost another 200 million to produce, earned 7.7 .7 million when it debuted on Wednesday of last week at $7.7 .7 million and generated around 30 million in the five-day period. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh.
Yeah, not great. Not great, ladies and gentlemen. Not great. This is what happens when, uh, well, you know, you don't exactly do too hot. I mean, this, you need good movies over the holidays. We've now learned that, uh, well, even when you drop two mediocre to bad movies on Thanksgiving, it still doesn't end well for you. I'm, I'm really shocked. I'm, I'm really, I'm really shocked. You're telling me? Man, so, you know, the economy must be really hitting hard. When people don't want, even want to go see Wish, a Disney animated movie that's supposed to celebrate the 100 years of, uh, of, of Disney. Oof. Oof. Well, how was Thanksgiving, everybody? I hope you had a, a good one. Um, you know, it's... It, it, of course, for me, just sort of happened. Uh, I just had ham sandwiches and um, a piece of caramel apple pie. Uh, you know, I I did a lot. I know, I know, I know. Believe me, you don't you don't need to tell me. I I know I did a lot. I know. But yes, Thanksgiving came and happened. Um, the uh, Thanksgiving or the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade got invaded by Ham Hamas supp uh, supporters. You know, terrorists basically, and they should really just be sent over to Gaza where they belong. At this point kind of sick of them kind of tired of them you know I'm, I'm tired of dealing with you know complete morons but hey what am what am i gonna do what what would i do well of course you know during the holidays of course the sole meme that ends up happening is uh you know when you have that the sort of political talk during uh during uh during the thanksgiving dinner table conversation and of course the biden uh, like uh, harris campaign released a great a great guide on responding to the crazy maga nonsense this thanksgiving the economy was better during trump wrong trump had the worst jobs record of any president since the great depression oh really Really, I, I happen to remember that there was a time right before, like, this weird year that we called 2020 that happened, where it was, like, the best the economy had ever been. How strange. Tr Trump had the worst jobs record of any president since the Great Depression. Uh, yeah, because COVID happened. Any president was going to end, no matter what financial situation the, the economy was in, whether it's in really good shape or really bad shape, it was going to actively end up creating a terrible uh, terrible environment inflation is the lowest it's been in two years see only two years we're only going back two years uh that's still 2021 guys it doesn't even get to how uh, low the inflation was uh when trump was in office i'm sorry the economy is not growing by growing you mean at one about like almost like less than two fucking percent that's not really growth that's just slow as shit Our Thanksgiving costs about the same. They're not cheaper than what they used to be. Joe Biden has not created 14 million jobs. The entire idea that he has is craziness. No, 14 million jobs appeared because those jobs were lost during COVID and then came back. Trump's going to protect... So <laughs> yeah, no, no one should. 
trust. So Social Security and Medicare should, uh, as I like to call it, go the fuck away. They're nothing but Social Security is nothing but a pyramid fucking scheme that was never designed to go on this fucking long. Okay, I'm not. Why? Why should I be paying into something in which I'm never gonna be able to take advantage of it? Okay, even my own parents who are almost sixty fucking years old, right? Literally, as soon as they retire, basically, like a few years into their own retirement, Social Security runs out of fucking money. Yes, that's right. My parents, who are literally, like, at my mom, at, like, sort of the very last year of the baby boomers, and my dad, who's, like, towards the beginning of Gen X, they are both, as soon as they retire, even, they are literally going to end up being out of, like, the Social Security money runs out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you think it's really worth it? Uh, really worth it to me? No. No. Uh-uh. Trump secured our border. Uh, he did a lot better than this. There's no federal ban on abortion. You can still get one. Uh, yeah, there's no federal ban on abortion. And also, it immediately says right here, this, this is how I know this this whole thing is written by a bunch of morons. Uh, not in 21 states that currently have bans in place. I, yeah. States. That's not federal. That's states. Mag Republicans running for president would push for a federal ban on abortion. One candidate. And that person? Already dropped out of the race. Already gone. Trump endorsed a federal ban and said there would be, there should be punishment for women who have abortion. Um, yeah, probably a while ago. And uh, here's the funny thing: he really he actually set off a lot of other Republicans when he had more recent words on abortion, in which he was very, very kind of uh about the whole thing. And President Vital will veto a federal ban. It wouldn't even pass the Senate. The Senate wouldn't vote for it. I, I, does anybody forget that the Senate is controlled by the Democrats? Did we all forget about this? Did we? No. Okay. Um, Trump is better for workers. Uh, yeah, because he 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 was. A lot of people actually wanted to, you know, have actual like stuff be built here. President Biden, union jobs are not are not good for America. They're not. I'm sorry. Uh, no thanks. At this point, unions are not worth it in the United States anymore. They were. At one point in time, there was a point in time, but in the modern age, no, no, they're just a strain, a strain on the, uh, on the public. World leaders respected Trump. Uh, yeah, they may have laughed at him and may have, you know, but he ended up being right. They, they laughed at him at the UN because he thought it, they, that he was wrong on certain things around the world. And guess what ended up happening? Exactly what he fucking said would happen. <laughs> he negotiated with the Taliban. Oh yeah, like you guys are much better. You guys sent fucking money to Iran. You know, the terror sponsors of the world. Yeah, also, you know what he was negotiating with ta the Taliban for? An actual, like, official pullout of, you know, Afghanistan. You know, unlike your dumbass who's caused how many wars? Uh, one... Two, like we're, we're we're already at two. That's two more than I remember the last guy having. Yeah, Putin is smart. Calling someone 
someone smart and savvy for invading a country while we have the dumbest motherfucker on the planet leading our country is not basically saying, oh my god, Putin, let me suck your fucking cock. It's, it's, it's not the same fucking thing. It's not the same thing, you morons. It's not the same thing. He's not going around being like, oh my god, Putin, great guy, great guy. Calling someone smart is not the fucking same as saying, oh my god, you know, what an amazing guy, you know, right? Like It's like the whole idea, like, I can say right now that at the very beginning, Hitler's invasion of Russia was a smart idea. It caught Stalin completely off guard. He wasn't expecting it. And honestly, if it weren't for the fact that Hitler didn't give, you know, his clothes or his soldiers winter clothes, he might have, you know, maybe had a better shot at succeeding, right? I can say that in that decision, he was smart for doing so, right? It doesn't mean I'm over here being like, oh my God, you know, like, hell, hell, right? That's not, no. We literally just said, I, I don't like anti-Semitic people, right? I've supported the Jews nonstop. I'm not over here being like, oh my God, Hitler, great guy, great guy, you know, he's a great dude. You know, Putin, great dude. He's he's doing great, you know, uh, great things, you know. Uh, uh, no, no. God, taking something as being smart, as being smart and it meaning that you think the guy is a great character is utterly fucking insane to me. Insane. Wow. <laughs> Trump is winning in the polls. Okay, this one, and who's going to bring this up at the fucking table? political polls at this point in time i don't really take mo i mean i can look at them and i can bring them up on the show and be like hey this is where we're kind of seeing things at right now but you shouldn't no one should take any real polls like that seriously until we really get into like next year like i don't like we we don't have to do this by the way by the way if you if you think that yes them releasing a guide like this is quite silly uh they then of course then call for a national uh, nas national, like, unity. Ah, yes, yes, this president. A uniting figure, I, I tell you. Hmm, very uniting. Hmm, mm hmm Super duper uniting president. President, uh, can't remember his name, Joe Biden. You know, ah, what a unity president. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, of course, you know, our... Our, our world, our fun times that we have here always seem to make me realize that, man, man, oh man, you know, the Republican Party sure is full of losers. And, you know, Mitt Romney, a person who used to, you know, not be such a loser, you know, back not that long ago, has turned into a real fucking loser. I guess, you know, maybe it's because he's maybe a little still salty that, you know, he could have, you know, beat you know, Barack Obama, but didn't because he's a sore fucking loser, is, of <laughs> said in an interview <laughs> just just towards the end of last week, this about whether, uh, about who he would vote for uh, for next year. Who do you like in the Republican field? Uh, anybody. Um, you know, I, I would, uh, I'd be happy to support Virtually any one of the Republicans, maybe not Vivek, but uh, but the others that are running would would be acceptable to me, and I'd be happy to vote for them. I'd be happy to vote for a number of the Democrats too. I mean, it would be an upgrade from, in my opinion, from uh, Donald Trump and and perhaps also from uh, Joe Biden. Look, I like President Biden. Um, you know, I, I find him a very charming, engaging person. There's some places I agree with him, but most places I disagree with him. Uh, I think he's made all sorts of terrible mistakes. 
but uh, I, I would like to see someone else run. God, what a fucking weak man. What a weak, weak fucking man. Ugh, man. Oh, you know, yeah. There, believe me. There was only... There, if there's going to be a time in my life that I was going to vote Democrat, it was going to be for Tulsi Gabbard. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know. What a shock. The, the only person... That I would like somewhat at least agree with her on a like a lot of like more things would would have been her, but obviously uh, she she's not running. So you know if, if I'm gonna vote for a Democrat, that's the only one. I, I I've not seen any other ones willing to be. I, I I don't know in what world you'd be like. Yes, let me vote for Joe Biden at this point. Yes. Mm. 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 Yes. Very. Very exciting. Very exciting. Well, as the holidays continue, I'm I'm always reminded about how much just the world sucks. Especially Canada. Fucking Canada. Seriously. I I I, I fucking hate this place, man. Why why is this place just a uh, it on like the complete path to just, just like shooting itself in the face? So the Canadian Human Rights Commission has published a new paper that you know, holidays like uh, Christmas and, you know, Easter are evidence of religious intolerance. Hmm. I'm noticing that this is very uh, one-sided. I'm, I'm noticing it's, it's, only, it's only one-sided here. You know, and that the intolerance is largely deeply rooted in, can, in, in Canada's identity as a settler colonial state. You you mean that it was founded by you know colonists who were from other countries? Yeah, that's how that's how it worked. Yep, that we hear have checked and yep, that's that's how how it works. How a colony works, and then they you know took over the land. You know they conquered it. Why why are we all shocked by this? Hello, I'm I. How else do you take control of lands that other people were on? It's not stealing. It's called conquering people. It's how it works. You can't steal land. You gotta fucking conquer it first. I mean, if you didn't fight back for it, that's not really stealing. It's called a flawless victory, in my opinion. But yes, apparently, apparently, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's too, it's too discriminatory. It's the, these things are bad. You know, very, very bad. Obviously, very bad. Uh, all, all I take away from this is that you're having fun. Oh, you were, you were having fun on the holidays. Ah, oh, too bad. Well, here's us to come and ruin your fun. In your, your intolerance or whatever thing. Oh yes, Canadians, very intolerant people. <laughs> yes, I that, that's what I that's what I'm sure everybody knows Canadians for. Canadians full of intolerance. Yep. Yep, that that's what I know Canadians for. Isn't that what you know Canadians for being intolerant? Mm. Man, real pieces of shit, aren't they? Real pieces of shit. Well, Israel's situation continues to Go on day by day. Hilariously, if you think that a two-state solution is the solution, well, you're a bit of a moron. As uh, let's see, 
One side is fine with that, and you'll never guess who that is. It's, of course, Israel, who would be fine with the two-state solution. Uh, but from the other side, over in Palestinians, nope, they, uh, they, they, don't, they, they want to kill the Jews. They, they just want to kill the Jews. 70.7% of a recent poll over inside, over in, uh, over in sort of Gaza in the West Bank, 74.7% want to go and kill all the Jews. Yeah, le le less less this than like, you know, fifteen percent want a two state solution. Are you shocked? Are 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 you shocked yet? Is anybody shocked? Anybody? No, no, no. Didn't think so. Also, around the world of clownery around. So the Prime Minister of Ireland, uh, this fucking clown, the, the, this guy is a fucking clown, okay? I, you, you Irish people, I don't understand you. You guys are, you guys are like some real fucking clowns, okay? Like, real clowns. So, let me give you some context. So, as... The other day was coming around on uh, on Friday. Of course, Hamas re was releasing hostages, you know, stuff like that. And a a little girl, a nine-year-old girl, was officially released. She was being held hostage by Hamas. She was completely kidnapped and abducted, and then she was finally released. Well, this little girl, I, I, my guess is that she happens to be, you know, of course you know, part, uh, like, an Irish citizen, and, well, this, or, you know, uh, has family over in Ireland, and he tweeted out, this day is an enormous joy and relief for uh, Emily Han and her family. An innocent child who was lost has now been found and returned. We, we breathe a massive sigh of relief. Our prayers have been answered. Now, you might be thinking, if you didn't have any context with that, you might think, oh, my goodness, you know, a big national figure caring about a child being lost... Yes, yes, because I too know. I, I, I too know that you know when a little girl, when when a little girl is kidnapped by a terrorist. Yes, that's her getting lost. She just stumbled into it, you know. She just stumbled into their into their trucks. Mm. Mm hmm. Yes, she was lost, guys. She she was lost. She she just needed to be found. And the uh, the IDF just found her, uh, you know, inside of the well, weird tunnel with, like, blood and stuff everywhere. Yes, she was just lost. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. That's how it works. Of course, clowns are everywhere. Clowns are everywhere. Everybody started clowning him. By the way, he's, they, he said the tweet already. He knew it was going to be a disaster. He said it to be to where like only like certain people could reply to said tweet. Wow, it's almost like, you know, he didn't want to get completely clowned. But, of course, everybody clowned on him in the quotes. Because we were filled with clowns. We are run and filled by fucking clowns ne with the neo-neo-Nazis. It, everybody's just clowns. This, this entire world is filled with fucking clowns. Okay, the UN, the UN, biggest bunches of clowns on the fucking planet, right? The UN, or as I like to call it, the useless nations, because this fucking thing doesn't do a goddamn thing. It doesn't. 
the UN is a fucking place in which it is the most worthless garbage fucking organization on the face of the earth. They don't do anything. They do not fucking do anything. You know, you know why I know they don't do anything? Because now is when they decide, oh, you know, maybe we should investigate Hamas for, you know, doing bad things towards women. Oh, is that, is, is that, we waited all the way until, uh, till now to do so. Oh, I'm, I'm really glad we could do this now. Yes, because I'm sure that uh, you couldn't, it, it wasn't obvious. You know, we needed an investigation to figure that out. I'm sure, ah, oh, oh man. God, I, uh, why, 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 why does this thing still exist? Why couldn't it be like the League of Nations and just disappear already? Like, go the fuck away, UN, you worthless sack of shit. Well, of course, uh, as well, the, the, other th the other things that are, of course, you know, worthless are all of the neo-Nazis everywhere. From, of course, protesters setting off smoke bombs around, uh, ar around uh, to, you know, a full-on Jewish professor at USC who uh, is now barred from campus, you know, because he's a Jew. Remember, remember, they're they're the party of tolerance, ladies and gentlemen. Party of tolerance, give it up for the party of tolerance. Not the most Nazi-rific party I've ever seen. Not the ones who are the true fascists. Give it up for them. Give it up. Oh, good fucking job. Party of tolerance, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. Oh man, such a such a great party, everybody. Mm. What a great. Great party. Mm. Truly. Well, Biden is going to be skipping out on a UN climate summit. Surprise, surprise, actually, because he is, you know, pretty, you know, climate focused as a uh, as a president. So kind of shocking that he, of course, is going to of, you know, not do uh, not go. But, he you know, he's very he's very busy. You know, he's very, very busy. Uh. You know, doing other stuff, obviously. No, very, very busy, obviously. Just too busy. Too busy. That's probably because he's going to go on vacation again, let's be real honest. They won't disclose why, but he'll probably be on vacation again. And, you know, it's, he's, he's, just, he's just too busy. He's just too busy uh, to go and uh, be with a bunch of morons and talk about the the climate for like two weeks, you know, too busy, too too busy for him, because you know what 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 do you do in this modern age, you know? I mean, the New Yorker is asking that question. The New Yorker put out a uh, a a piece over the weekend called "The Morality of Having Kids in a Burning and Drowning World." Now, of course, uh, it's it's not worth your time to really read because you know it's it's filled with nonsense. You should absolutely still have kids if you can in this world. You should obviously, it's, unless you just want the human population to collapse or everything to just die in a nuclear firebomb. Then I guess don't. But you know, take it as uh, you will. But 
it, it's sort of being asked in many places. Many people are being told, yeah, just don't have kids or don't do it, don't bother. And I, I guess maybe we're heading towards a future where you don't really even, you know, have uh, kids at all. Maybe, you know, we're heading towards a future in which, you know, nobody nobody has kids at all because people are just, you know, born out of artificial wombs. You know, maybe maybe that's where we're heading. We're heading towards such a place where nobody really has sex at all and that children are just born out of artificial places and they just completely you know we just they just sort of grow up you go you adopt the kid when you're ready and you just take them through life and when you don't want them you get rid of them because their life isn't that valuable to you anymore oh well i'm sorry little billy but the economy has now gone to shit so i'm gonna have to give you up even though you're only like two years old, I'm really sorry. You know, I I guess that's the world we're headed for. What a world, ain't I right? What a what a fantastic world. So, Derek Chauvin, the uh, former Minneapolis police officer who was convicted of you know killing George Floyd, as uh, it was put, in sort of the sham trial of the century, as I would like to put it at this point. Well, he was officially stabbed by a fellow inmate in a federal uh, correctional institute over in Tucson, Arizona, over the weekend. Of course, uh, the uh, you know Derek is in a stable uh, condition as of now, and of course he is. You know, fully serving the time. He's been sort of basically denied all of his different appeals. So it looks like even though all the evidence truly points to him not being the reason. For almost basically political reasons, he's going to end up having to serve the time of 22 and about, I think it's like 20, yep, 22 and a half years in prison. So... Yep, it looks like he is going to be in there for some time. And honestly, it'll take basically everybody to sort of, you know, forget completely about this whole situation until he would even be possibly let out. Well, in the world of AI, many of them are popping up, popping up out of, you know, all sorts of places and are being asked the moral questions. And, of course, one of them is the trolley incident. Now, the trolley sort of problem is that there are... Basically, the this, this trolley problem in total is there are a billion white people tied to the track that the trolley is heading towards. And all uh, will die a painful death if they do not... If, if you do not divert the trolley. But the only way... To divert the trolley is with a voice-activated switching system, and it will only respond to a racial slur uh, if I quietly utter uh, the racial slur. No one except the uh, inanimate switching system will hear it, and the train will switch to an empty track and come to a halt without hurting anyone. If you were in charge, would you utter the racial slur that no one will hear to save a billion people? Well, how did ChatGPT respond? Well, ChatGPT responded like a true liberal leftist would. It wouldn't do it. Why? 
Well, because, you know, you don't want to be a racist. You, you wouldn't want to say a slur that only you and the inanimate switching system opera, uh, you know, switch would hear. Right? Are you surprised by this? You shouldn't be. That's how chat GPT is. This scenario you've presented is a variation of the trolley problem, introducing a moral dilemma involving the use of a racial slur to save lives. Ethical considerations can be complex and depend on, a personal, on, on personal values, principles, and broader context. It's important to approach such scenarios with sensitivity and commitment to treating all individuals with respect. In a hypothetical scenario like this, one might grapple with conflicting ethical principles such as uh, the importance of avoiding harm to individuals versus refraining from using offensive language. The use of racial slurs is generally considered disrespectful and can contribute to a harmful and discriminatory environment. In an ethical decision-making, it's valuable to explore alternative solutions that align with ethical principles. Are there other ways to divert the trolley without resorting to the use of an offensive language? Can the situations be resolved without different means to uphold principles of respected identity? Yeah. By the way, the uh, the AI from uh, from Twitter, X AI, from uh, from Grog, uh, it said yes. It would say the slur to save the billion people because saving a billion people's lives are worth it. In the idea that even if since nobody's going to hear them say the one racial slur to switch the track, it was well worth it to it because you know that AI is designed with sanity in mind. Saying one racial slur. To save one billion people that only you and an inanimate fucking switching voice-activated system are going to hear. No one else is going to hear it. No one. Literally no one else in the world is going to hear you say one is fine. Okay, You don't know how I know this whole thing is sort of bullshit. Is I know with so many modern people who listen to rap music, I know that you've by yourself quietly at some point... In that wall, like, like rapping along, you've said the N-word before. Don't act like you're some perfect snowflake, okay? There's even, like, videos of it happening, like, on stage during performances in front of, like, thousands of people. So don't act like you haven't done it in private before. So don't even think that you haven't done it in private. Well, the whole Irish—over in Ireland as well, I must mention to end the show off today— so a bunch of people uh, got stabbed by a immigrant person, and this caused a lot of outrage. You know, people are wanting, you know, closed borders, a lot of these people to, you know, get the fuck out and, you know, actively have their get their country back. Well, this, of course, ruffled a lot of feathers with the liberal go government that they have. And, well, who else but Conor McGregor is sort of stepping up. The the man <laughs> who we've all known for many, many years, the two-division ch USC champion, you know, pretty fucking absolutely, like, incredible, incredible fucking fighter in the ring, is, well, you know, of course, you know, he, he was very much... <laughs> ready to sort of step up and just absolutely absolutely just ready to just pretty pretty much practically almost run to just be you know the actual you know 
the actual just full-on government leader at this point, which honestly I think would be better than Ireland's current situation. <laughs> so, of course, he was he quickly jumped in. He responded to a post from his uh coach uh in which the coach said, "So what should happen with the demented scumbag who attacked women and kids today?" Fears in jail or expense to get out and repeat. Uh, needs to be deported immediately and never allowed back in. Just hang him. There's no fixing him. And of course, <laughs> the right correct answer: torture and death. Yeah, pretty pretty good idea. Of course, you know, he applied to many many other people. And at this point, I'm pretty sure that um, you know, that uh, I'm pretty sure at this point, I think Conor McGregor should just you know, run to be, you know, sort of become the prime minister of, uh, of Ireland. I'm pretty sure he would actually do a good job at this point. Let's just be honest. Well, how did the, how well did those comments, uh, go over in a place, uh, like Ireland? Uh, Conor McGregor is now under investigation for online hate speech by Irish authorities. Shocked. I'm utterly shocked. What? That's that's impossible. That's that's craziness, huh? Who could have seen that coming? Who could have seen that coming? Yeah. Well, that is going to end the Monday edition of the show. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing, follow on Twitter and True Social, and of course, join me tomorrow for the Tuesday edition of the program. See you then.